0: Catherine Storing.
1: And we are excited uh, for an opportunity to come again with another amazing and exciting episode of our weekly podcast, Business, Ministry, and Money. We're talking about how important it is to be positioned to create kingdom wealth. And so I'm here with my partner girl here, um, Catherine Storing, and we have an amazing episode for you today. Um, as we continue our conversation uh, for those who are ready to uh, to do it big in business ministry and create some money while doing so. So. Catherine,
0: how you doing today? I'm doing so awesome. I love that intro and I'm glad that you went first so you don't have to do this for yourself. But for those of you that don't know and you might be under a rock if you don't know this because this lovely lady who just doesn't look, I don't even know how she can be married for this long, but she just celebrated her 19th wedding anniversary and I am so happy and excited. Congratulations, guys. I know that. Uh, Even though you guys are like perfect and amazing, there was still, (laughs) there were still some getting used to, uh, to be able to, to, to be married for 19 years.
1: Yes. I'm telling you, I don't know how I got this thing. Like I hadn't even planned on sharing as much as I shared over the weekend, but was in our process as we were leaving home to go celebrate our 19th year wedding anniversary that I really feel like the lord said you know what go on and document some of this and share it because you're going to help somebody out there and so i just started sharing some of our journey and as you said Catherine, it has not been an easy journey by any stretch of the imagination it has been a lot of work Mm -hmm. um it's been a, a lot of faith and just believing and trusting in god and really really sticking in there and hanging with each other, and as I was um, talking to Catherine, we're kind of uh, just uh, playing around and, and talking about. She said I had a glow today from um, our, our weekend away, and yeah, I have a glow. It's a glow on the outside, but there's a glow on the inside for um, the, just the amazing things that that God has done in our in our in our marriage, and also in the way of ministry and business as well. And so I wanted to kind of correlate that today as we uh, go into our conversation, because when you think about surviving 19 years of marriage, man, and I think about how that translates over into business and ministry, oh, there are such some amazing uh, nuggets that we can get from that.
0: Oh, my God. As you were talking, I realized, because I know you and I know Apostle too, knowing that both of you are amazing people of God love God love each other and still you have to work at it. It just goes so perfectly with our episode about resilience today because in business and in ministry, you know that you're called, you know that you're gifted, you know that you're anointed and still You have to be resilient. You would think that with all of that going for ourselves, that it would just be easy peasy. And when we came up with the word resilience, uh, before we even looked at, before you looked it up, um, I didn't really fully know how perfect it was. Would you mind letting the audience know what resilience actually means?
1: Absolutely. So the official definition is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. That's good.
0: So good. That's
1: real good. I think about that in the context of of marriage, of course, as we was having that conversation. But think about that as it pertains to a business and ministry. And when you are forging out to do something new, breaking new ground, going into new territory to start something new, and you encounter difficulties and tough uh, spots or, or tough places in the road. And I know, I know you and I haven't
0: had any tough things. That we oh, to oh, so easy. No, Everything always works no. out. Nothing ever breaks down. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today is overcoming the tendency to go back Yeah. because it does get hard in business, in ministry and building wealth. Listen, all three are definitely things that are worth pursuing. But you better believe that no matter how determined you are, how resilient you are, it is going to take a minute. No one is right. going to take a minute. It's going to require you to stay committed. And I love what you said before we started recording. You said that money requires a made-up mind. And that was so, so good. So let's talk a little bit about that, overcoming that tendency to go back. To go back to yeah. what? Yeah,
1: yeah. We're talking about how when we, both of us, uh, come from a corporate background, mm-hmm. uh, before we launched out into full-time entrepreneurship, um, and how that environment seemed so uh, calculated, so structured. Like, we knew when we are going to get paid, we knew when our business days would start and end, we knew, for the most part, I know I was, I was off on weekends and things of that sort. I knew all of that, and it was so predictable, right? right. yeah. And... Being an entrepreneur, um, striving in this area of business and and ministry and really creating kingdom wealth, you don't have that type of structure, so to speak, um, especially when you're first starting out. And even I think along the line, even if you've been doing this for years and years, it may become more structured, but business and ministry are so dynamic that there are always changes. Things are always changing. I've seen that over these years. And, you know, if we're not careful, we'll begin to think, well, man, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow with this business. But I remember when I was back in corporate, I knew exactly what was going to happen, you know, from one day to the next. So so it's important that we have a made-up mind. We have to have a made-up mind when we step out into this arena of entrepreneurship so that we're not tempted to go back.
0: Absolutely. And that, I think, plays nicely into the you have to burn the boat, right? So remember when that, that analogy comes from actual times when people were pirates were going into an island to take it, they knew that they needed to have a way to know that there was no going back. So they will actually burn the ship. Okay, burn the bridge. We're not going back. The only way out is through. And sometimes you have to make up your mind. So I'll tell you this story that I haven't shared this before. So when I was in corporate, I and I was in corporate for 17 years, I had a robust LinkedIn profile for my personal life, for my personal, for my for my corporate job. And I had a so-so LinkedIn profile for my business, completely separate, separate things. When I quit my job, and it's funny because you quit your job in December, I quit my job in April. It was so funny, right? So when I quit my job, I had this moment of, I don't need these two profiles anymore. But the other profile had so much, So many connections, so many things. And I had that moment of, maybe I can just keep it. Let me just, just, in, and I realized what I was saying. I was saying, just in case, let me just keep it. And I had this moment of bravery that I have regretted. And and it's being, you know, it's a journey. You're back and forth, but you know what? It was the right decision to make. I just, kill Turkey, I just went and said, delete it. Just go. And now I just have the one that I have built up and it's great, but it doesn't have all that history of the people that I used to have in the other one, but I needed to have that clean break because otherwise I will be always thinking I can go, I could go back. Wow.
1: That's powerful. Wow. That, that man, that, that is really good. Catherine. I was just thinking as you were talking, of how important it is for us to hit that delete button on that mindset that we had before we entered into entrepreneurship. I remember the the first couple of months, the first several months when I, when I stepped out, and there were times, I'm just going to be honest, there were times when I thought, what have you done? Right. Are you crazy, lady? What are you doing? And there have been moments and times because I had a lot of connections, and I was like, I know I can make one phone call and I could be back in.
0: Right? Yep. yep.
1: When you talk about burning the bridge, I had to real real early in the in the game, I had to burn those bridges to say, I have a made up mind. I'm a full time entrepreneur. So there is no going back.
0: Right. And it's that momentum. We're talking about momentum, right? You need to keep moving forward going back doesn't solve I mean, I mean we talk about the bible look at what happened to the, to the uh, lot's wife literally it cost her her life looking going back looking back even so for us we need to stay with our mind made up and remembering that if god called us out to step out of the boat and walk on the boat he has the power to keep us afloat wow and the waves are going to come and we're going to get splashed we might, try, we might start going down a little bit, but we have not. Like I know, I, it's going to be three years on April 15th when I actually went full-time. I know it's already been three years for you. And we were already doing business before that, but full-time. It's going to be three years on April 15th, and I'm still here.
1: See?
0: I didn't die. <laughs> right? You
1: didn't die. You are able to recover quickly, right? You've been resilient. We've both yeah. been resilient. Uh, to recover quickly from difficulties because the difficulties are going to come. But the difference in a successful entrepreneur and one that fails is your ability to recover and recover quickly when these things happen.
0: Right, and there's something to be said about you try something and you can you you cannot stay there beating yourself up. It didn't work. Oh my God, coulda, woulda, shoulda. That's never helped anybody. Tony Robbins calls it shooting over yourself. You don't have to say, I could have done that, I should have done this. Listen, it's done. Now you try the next thing or you try again and hopefully you, you have some lessons to learn. And then you keep moving forward because what the enemy loves to do is to tell you, see... That didn't work. See? What? You ha- you have reason to worry about. See? Nobody cares. Contin- begins to feed the fear that's already there. Yeah. Because he knows. He never, he never hits us where we're strong because there's no point. He hits us in the spots that he knows we are already a little flaky, a little worried. He's like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to start poking there until yeah. I... Hopefully, make uh, push a push, make a hole, and our job is to counter that with, "No, that is not true." Right. I know, I know what God has said about me and my calling.
1: Right. That's so that is so good. He does. He looks for our um, our vulnerabilities. Those places, like you said, where he knows that you know we have a tendency to buckle under the pressure. I was thinking about. When I was, um, when I was in, in counseling, and my background is counseling, I was thinking about the studies that were done on children who have gone through difficult times, like mm-hmm. two children who may have gone through a rough patch in their growing up years. Same situation, same circumstance. However, in the child that had that component of resiliency, they were able to overcome mm. uh, some of those difficulties and end up having a very successful life. Versus that that child who had gone through those things but never had that part of them built up. So it's actually something that you have to work on. It's something that you have, like you said, you can't you can't waste a lot of time. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's the tyranny of the shoulds. You really have to make up your mind immediately okay, this didn't work. I'm going to pop up. I'm going to do, I'm going to go for it again.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And then that goes nicely to the next point that we were talking about is that quitting is not an option. Right. And that's why we, you know, we're talking about your marriage. Like you guys, what I love about you guys, even though it was, there were so many obstacles and so many things to do you, that was never, the D word was never on the table. Oh, no. It was just not, we are just going to make it and you have to do the same thing with that keyword. The keyword cannot even be a consideration. So how do you guys decide, um, just to use that as an example, that divorce was just not even a thing for you guys. You
1: said it, you said it, you said we took that option off the table. We didn't take it off the table. We never put it on there. And that's one of the things that even when we talk to other people, other couples who are thinking about getting married or who are going through things, those who are currently married, we tell them there are some things that you just say, no, you're not welcome here. Like, that word is not welcome in our vocabulary. I don't know if it was Think and Grow Rich where he said that... um, you need to, to go to the dictionary and and, mm. and, and cut out the, the word. I think it was quit or something like that, somewhere yeah. like that. You, there are certain things you got to go to your dictionary as an entrepreneur, like we did as a married couple and said, oh, oh, that word is not even here. Quitting, it's not even here. It's mm-hmm. not even an option. I, I'm moving forward and there has to be something else in here that's an answer for me. Because I can't
0: find this whole quitting thing. Right. You remember when, at the beginning, when you started doing your live streams, you used to talk about, you know, how you call up post your boyfriend and your husband and your best friend. And you would say, and I tell him, if he even wants to leave, I'm coming with him. You remember that? <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. I reminded him of
0: that this weekend too. <laughs> can't go I nowhere.
1: Said, I said, you're not going anywhere. I said, if you try to leave me, I am going to track you down. <laughs>
0: I'm going to fight you. <laughs> I love that. And we have to have that same determination of what I, and, and it's not even just so much for us because we do get benefit from that, but there are so many people, like the thousands of people that you guys blessed this weekend just blogging your experience, your marriage, keeping it all the way 100 about where you have been before. Like you share your background, which is so brave for someone in ministry because we, um, you know, that people in ministry get judged more harshly than I would call regular people. So you out of yourself and share where you were before. You even share your age, which of course, why wouldn't you look at you? But not everybody does that. But to be able to say, listen, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to stay here no matter what, and there are people that need to hear it. So I've almost lost my train of thought that there are people watching. There are people thinking, oh, my God, if I just need a sign. And for many marriages, you guys were probably a sign to say one day we're going to be like that. One day we're going to say we've been married for 19 years. And this business that we're doing, this ministry thing that we're building, it's for those moments, for those people saying, God give me a sign, and then we get to be used in the same way you guys were, so they can say, Wow, they built they built wealth. They right. they have been out of their job for so long, and if they can do it, I can do it.
1: Wow. That is so good. We we we, we did take we do take that approach to our marriage. We do. And we have to, like you said, we have to take that same approach to our business. That no matter what, I'm not quitting and I'm I'm not going back. This is the thing, and, and I, I kid about this and I joke about what I told what I tell my husband about tra- tracking him down. The reason I say that, what I'm really saying is there is nothing back there for me. Mm. There is nothing in what used to be. Like there's nothing there. The only way I know to go. Is forward. Right. And so even considering going back is a travesty because there's nothing there. And, and we got to realize that, that mm. in the kingdom, that when God calls us on this assignment, because I do believe it's an assignment, because just like you said, there are people who are looking, who are saying, I know there's something in me. I just need an example. I just need to know what it looks like. And that's what we do, that's what we provide as kingdom-minded entrepreneurs and ministry leaders. We stand in that place of saying, listen, I'm gonna be that example, I'm gonna be that reason for someone else that they don't quit.
0: Right, yeah, we definitely want that. And I was thinking as you were talking about, why were people so excited about the movie, The Black Panther? Because they felt represented. They felt like they saw the wealth, they saw black people represented in a way that they really haven't been before, and and it, it was smart, it was creative, it had a great budget. And people all of a sudden were able to say, oh my God, I look like them, I can do stuff like that. And kids were saying that, saying, look, the superhero looks like me. And he was so yes. powerful. We need to be aware of what the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is expected of. So we have, were given these gifts, not for our own sake, but for the people that are not as strong yet and need to see it in action. and need to see that they are needed, that the, the gift is. It's powerful and it opens doors, but it only opens doors if we actually use them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, so we have superpowers. That's one of the things that I love about um, this whole setup of business, ministry, and money. We have an edge. You talk about Black Panther. You talk about you know how that was a great example that um, African Americans were able to watch that and see something that they were attracted to. It had the it factor. Right, I believe that we as kingdom minded individuals, entrepreneurs, ministry leaders, that we have that it factor that attracts the world, mm. that not only can we um, create wealth, but we do it in a way that represents the kingdom wow. wealth. So good. And people look and say, well, I don't have to choose whether or not I'm going to be in ministry or be an entrepreneur. Um, there's nothing wrong with me uh, creating wealth. That I, I'm not going back because right where I am right now, I can have all of that. Wow. I can have all of that.
0: That is so good. Yeah. And they can always tell, like you said, we have such an edge. They can tell there's something different about us, even when we're not trying. And we can all brag about it because it's not us even when we're not trying, people can say, so what do you do again? Like, what's the thing and, and why are you so different? I was I went away this weekend um, to help a friend with something and we were watching, she wanted to watch a show. And, um, I, and it's a show that's been very successful that I haven't watched and I chose not to watch. And she asked me why I did not watch it. And I said, well, to be honest, I don't watch stuff like that because I protect my what I see, what I consume in my body, and I don't, I don't think it edifies. I just, I spoke very plainly. And I said, even when people are kissing on TV, I just. I I need for me to remain pure for me. I'm not judging anybody else that does it. I know what I need to do for me. And I said, I choose not to do that. So she was so kind and she chose another show that we could watch together, which I thought was so nice of her because she really wanted to see the other thing. But this thing thing happened. There was a scene that came that was, for me, inappropriate. But, you know, I'm a grown-up, so I could watch it if I wanted to. And you know what she did? She pressed the fast-forward button. I didn't ask her. I just, I was ready to look away. I was fine. But she was so respectful of what I had said that she fast forwarded because she didn't want me to be exposed to it because I said that. And I'm like, this is not even a safe person. That's the influence that we have on people that they see that we are different. And sometimes that happens somebody curses in front of us. Oh, I'm sorry, you know? And they don't, they're like, they're cursed like a sailor, right? That is the power that we have, that wherever we go, there is a respect that we command and we don't even demand it. Does that make sense?
1: Wow, it makes perfect sense. And the only way you command that type of presence is if you stay resilient, throw away the option of quitting in your place of purpose, in your place of, you know, being who it is that God has called you to be that you don't even have to say anything, that you can just be, and then the atmosphere lines up. And I believe that that's what happens when we stand firmly in our place of of, of being those leaders in, in the marketplace, wherever God puts us, that we don't have to morph into something else. We don't have to go back, you know? Yeah. It was amazing that your friend saw in you, she saw where you were. I mean, she may have, you know, she may have thought, you know, well, there was once upon a time when Captain May would have watched this, she'll be okay today, but right. no, because if you were where you were, you were present, she had to come to where you were, the atmosphere had to line up, and it had to produce what you wanted.
0: Right. And it was so, like, I didn't even, I didn't want to impose, right, but just me being honest and that we need to get to that place where we're honest. And we cannot be afraid to be who we are. Because I could have been embarrassed and said, well, she's not a believer. I really shouldn't probably impose or say anything. But I felt like at that point, at, the, at this age and at this point, like I don't want to hide who I am. I don't want to pretend. And I didn't want to be exposed to it. So I'm, I felt like I need to say something. But then I'm willing to compromise and we'll watch something else. And if something inappropriate comes up, I'll just do what I always do. i look away. But the fact that I I, will, I spoke up and we need, there are going to be moments as ministers okay and we are ministers if we're serving ministers and we're out there and we're sharing what we do that we need to speak up and be courteous and be we don't have to be bible thumpers and just speak our truth and let that be enough like trust that that is enough for people to respect that that's who we are we're not judging them and People respect that. They actually connect when we are honest and say, that might be not okay for other people, but I'm making a decision and I'm, I'm drawing the And in business. You have to draw the line sometimes and not do business like everybody else does business just because that's what they do. Wow.
1: That's good. We're really, what we're really talking about right now is this whole mindset shift. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a mindset shift. And we were talking about it a little earlier, how, even when you look in the Bible and the children of Israel, you know, Moses was sent to deliver them from over 400 years of bondage. He got them up out of there, he freed them. They start on their journey to the promise. And because difficulties arise, you know what's the first thing that they do? They said, You should have left us back where we were. And so, what that indicates is that. There was not, um, there wasn't a mind shift change. It wasn't a shift in the mindset. They still had that Egypt type of mindset in business, in ministry. When we're moving forward, when we're believing that God is going to do something, we can't just move our bodies. We got to move our minds. Our minds have to be renewed. The Bible talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind so that we know what God's will is. That's the only way we know what God's will is. If we have a, a transformed mind and God speaks to us about our business, he speaks to us about our ministry. And so we gotta not only logistically change our posture, we have to spiritually, emotionally, psychologically catch up to where God has taking us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's So very powerful. It's like when people lose too much way too fast, They lose the weight, but the mindset as to why they lost the weight is still there. It's not there, or they breaking the habit of what how they gain on that weight is still there. So very quickly they go back and they gain even more weight because the mindset did not change. That's so so good. So the last point that we were talking about uh, before we started was breaking the habit of knowing and i love that you shared that about the the people of israel right so in egypt they they even said we used to have meat in egypt right (laughs) like we knew how much straw we were gonna get we knew all these stuff so why why do we have to break that habit uh, of needing to know being in control of what's gonna happen tomorrow
1: oh my goodness that is so essential for our success as entrepreneurs Uh, Because sometimes we don't know. Not just sometimes, lots of times. We don't know. And this is where our faith comes in. Mm. This is where our faith comes in. That if we know that God has called us to this arena, and we believe what the word says about us, that God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, we have to show up in this area of entrepreneurship, Equipped and armed with faith, mm. faith to believe, even when I can't see it, I know that it's there. I know that it's gonna happen. I know God's word never, ever, ever
0: fails. Mm. It's so good, it's so good. So it is it's a faith game. At the end of the day, it's a faith game, and faith, I was recording on my own episode, on my own podcast this morning, is the assurance of things hoped for. You don't see it yet. That's good. And things not seen. Yes,
1: that's good. So
0: when we know that is the opposite wow. of faith, it's the opposite. And God is all about the faith game. That's the only, only game he plays is the faith game. And his game is strong. And when we want to know what he's up to, he's like, I know you think you need to know, but you are, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, you are on a need to know basis and you don't need to know. You don't need to know. Oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> when God does that. Oh, my goodness. And he's done that with me so many times. I remember, um, it was last year, maybe year before last, there was this thing that I had been doing over and over and over again, mm. like for years. It was a women's event that I've been doing. And all of a sudden, God said, not this year. Mm. And when he said not this year, you know what I said, Catherine? I said, okay, then you got to tell me why. Before I release that I'm not doing it, Ooh. and you know what he told me? He says I don't have the Ooh. obligation to tell you why, but you have the obligation to do what you already know. Ooh.
0: He put you in your place. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Woo! Wow! I don't have to tell you nothing. I'll
1: tell you nothing. Why to tell
0: you nothing? That will preach right there, and it stinks. I mean it was thing for him to say that like he didn't even sugarcoat it or nothing. No, he just no. And I'm all crying and
1: boo-hooing and you know, you know and he's like, "Uh, get
0: it together, girl." Right? He is not moved by our it's almost like we're jello. You know how jello it just shakes, right? He's like, "You can shake all you want." You be all right. It's like kids when kids throw out paper that, that temper tantrum and I'm just fold my hands here. I'm just going to wait until you're done. Because that ain't going to work. Those tears, you can cry. For me, a kid can cry all day long. I'm, as long as they're not hurt, I'm good. I'll drink. I'll read. Drink my water. Right. Read a book. I'll just weigh you out. Right. Right? And that's what God does. That is so powerful. Knowing is control. Okay? Because we know where we're going to go, what is going to happen, and we are not human beings. We should be called human knowings. We like to know. (laughs) But when we know, we are not living by faith. When we know, we are relying on the knowledge that we think we have, instead of relying on what he says that he is going to do. Future tense for me, timeless for him. Exactly. Thinking about that. Future for me, Timeless for him because he already did it.
1: Yeah, it's already done. It's already done. He's not, I always tell people this, God is not in heaven scratching his head and saying, oh, what am I going to do with Catherine today? I don't know. What am right. I going to? I mean, our, our entire destiny has already been mapped out. He knows our end from our beginning, right? And so we, we got we to gotta trust that and we got to operate again in that place of faith because you said it. You said, you, you quoted that scripture in, in the book of Hebrews that says faith is the, the the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so when we're in that place of doing business and ministry, we got to talk to ourselves and we're looking for the clients. We're looking for the money. We're looking for the next opportunity. And people might, might maybe even asking, well, what's going on? You know what we show them and we show ourselves? Our faith. Oof. Is right here, my faith here's what the word says, this is my evidence this is my
0: substance, my faith my God and I know, I know you guys are listening and it's it's not easy for us to say because, you know, like you heard, God has said this to us as well, we're not immune to wanting to see, we're not immune to wanting to know what's happening but we go back to that resilience of Go back to what God says. Stick with the plan even before you see it. Again, this podcast episodes go so hand-in-hand together. It's like listen to one and then go to the other one. You need to keep going until you see. If you don't see it yet, you're not there yet. It's true. You're not there. It takes, what do they say? Rome was no build in a day. And oftentimes we want things to happen yesterday. But anything that happens yesterday, like when you have those TV dinners, I used to have that when I was a kid. Uh, I'm not a kid, like 19. Um, I discovered TV dinners and I thought that was the best thing ever. But when you have a TV dinner, it's done in like in five minutes, the big, big ones, right? Because that's, you know, I I like my, (laughs) I love my food. So it's like five minutes, right? But when you have a seven course meal that somebody worked on for hours, sometimes days, you can't compare the quality of the two. So, do we want something quick that's not is here today and gone tomorrow or we want to be have longevity and not be a one-hit wonder? That's what we need to ask ourselves.
1: That's true. That's true. We want we want to last. We want like you said, I love that longevity. We want longevity. We want we want, we don't want to be those who are afraid to put in the work. And do what's necessary in order to create um, really stable and, and firm organizations, businesses, ministries, churches, whatever it is that God has called us to. We got to put in the work. We got to, and sometimes you're not going to see it right away. You're not going to see it. You got to keep on building. As people who are listening to this podcast right now, you got to keep on building. You got to uh, employ some of these things that we're talking about today. And, and watch God move for you. He said it, didn't he? He told you to do it, didn't he? Well, he's going to be faithful to complete that which he had begun.
0: Amen. Yes, he is. He is. And he, the funny thing is that while we're waiting, we think we're waiting on God. That's the funny part. He's waiting on us because there are some things that we need to learn. There are some areas of our spirit that need to be developed and shaped and shaved and painted and, and fixed up and this is not a, this season that you're going through right now. is not. It's not wasted. This is not a filler. God doesn't need fillers for you. This is not like intermission where you're just killing time while they reset. No, no, no. This is actually a big part of your destination. This is like the 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 building bones of where you, you and I, all of us, are going, and we need to embrace it. Like PK said so beautifully last last uh, last week. Um, you said, everything is working for our good. So if it's happening, it needs to happen. And you might not want it. I know it because I've been there myself like already. I just want to get there. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I just need to get there. And he says, I know what you're going through. The good thing is that I'm right there with you. And we need to remember that. He is one prayer away.
1: that close and you know our conversation today I mean it's I'm telling you it's kind of like a fire starter you know it's a fire starter, putting the fire under our listeners and we always get blessed by our own conversations too putting a fire under us um, to not quit and to develop that muscle of resilience and your muscles are only developed when you work them out Yes. And so we don't want you to ditch the process. We don't want those who are listening to quit and go back or, you know, get caught up in, well, I don't know what's going to happen, so I might as well go back to what I know. Um, we we want to eliminate that. Uh, Catherine talked about it at the top of the podcast. She talked about taking options off of the table. And uh, I would challenge those who are, who are listening right now um, to look at the table and see what options are there. That you totally need to take off. You need to take it off. Quitting, going back, and having to know everything. Take all of that off the table.
0: Oof. And then watch what happens. How he fills it up with the right things. That's what he does. He wants, he needs the space to move. And he's such a gentleman that he won't force you. You need to want it. You need to be available. And ready to do it. My God, we just went through... I know this, 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 this episode is going to bless so many people as we are going through transition, as we're entering into this amazing time of deliverance, which I love that you're talking about that so eloquently. Um, It's like when you go to the beach and I'm a beach girl, I grew up in, in, in by the ocean, love it, will always love it. When you would drive into the beach, there comes a time that you may not see it yet, but you can smell the ocean, you can smell the salt, you can hear the waves, but you don't see it yet because it's around the mountain, around the corner, right? This is where we are right now. This is what I believe we are. You can hear the waves break. You can hear the seagulls, okay? You begin to see the palm trees, but the, you don't see that beautiful teal o- ocean. You just don't see it yet. But I'm telling you right now that you need to keep on driving You need to keep on going because when you go around the corner, the view is so worth it. And then when you run in the water and it's that 100 degrees, which is perfect. Oh my God. And you go in, maybe 80 degrees. You go in and it's just amazing. Exactly what you thought. And then some, this is what God is preparing for us. But if we quit, we're not going to get there. If we go back, we're not going to get there. And if we... Don't stop needing to know. We're not gonna get there either.
1: Wow! Well, I, there's nothing to say after that, Catherine. <laughs> That's awesome. That analogy of knowing you're getting some, you're going somewhere, and being able to sense it, even when you don't see it, you can sense it. Oh my goodness! I love it. I love it, man. If you are, you watch, you're listening to this podcast, I always say watch it because I'm so used to broadcasting video and live. But if you're listening, you, please, eat, eat all of this up. Take in all of what we have talked about uh, in this episode and, and bounce back. Bounce back from that place of, of difficulty or that challenge that you thought was going to take you under. Listen, you got something in you that allows you to bounce back. To get back on the, on the track that you know God has placed you on. Because even though you don't see it, you can sense it. Mm. You can sense that it's coming. That thing that that God has promised you in your business, in your ministry, and in your journey of creating Kingdom Wealth. So um, you can catch you guys. Got You guys got to keep on catching us every week as we come on our podcast to talk about things that are relevant to people just like us. I love that. And you can catch us on so many different platforms. Captain.
0: what are some of those? Oh, my God. So we are, I had to go check uh, because I was losing count. We are on 10 different platforms now. I'm so excited. So you can listen on Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Oh, my God. That is awesome. So if you're not subscribed yet, we are having brand new episodes every Friday morning, no matter what, listen to the episodes, they'll bless your whole entire life, be able to make sure that you subscribe, so you don't miss it. The way that podcasts are found is when people give feedback and let Everybody know how much they like it. So we would like to ask you a favor. If you can just let us know how this podcast is blessing your whole life and your business and your ministry, please go ahead and do that using your favorite platform. Because we know, like PK said, it is an assignment and more people need to hear about it. The other thing that we have for you is we want to know what you need to what you need right now in this season. What are the things that you're struggling with that you will want us to have real talk about? So in the show notes, you have this link as well. It's bit.ly forward slash bmm hyphen tell us. Okay, the, the, the link is on our it's on our notes. We just want to hear from you we have we have been blessed for sure by these conversations but we want to hear from you and find out how we might be able to help you in the near future when we present to you amazing opportunities to be able to not only work with us but grow with us as well
1: that's awesome that's
0: awesome awesome guys well thank you so much for listening again we are so excited that we get to do this together um, I really cannot think of uh, anybody else I would like to do this with. I'm so blessed by it. I will see you again next Friday. Thank you for listening and subscribing, and we'll see you super duper soon. Bye, guys.